BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, the best of 2014. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. This week on the podcast, it's your least favorite show of the year, a review of our (laughs) previous year and our best of for the previous year. So, I think it's interesting. My problem is, is my memory sucks. (laughs) And we do a lot of stuff. We absolutely do a lot of stuff, and we don't warn you that it's going to be that show beforehand, so you don't have a chance to think about it. I know. <laughs> uh, so let's start off by, uh, because I know that you thought, but I don't know about this, I haven't thought about this, and you started doing some research. So the Just some idea, glancing, just some glancing. <laughs> the idea for this podcast, along with the other stuff that we're going to do, is we're going to talk about the stuff of 2014 and our personal favorites, both from a kink perspective and a non-kink perspective, stuff that we've been directly involved in or stuff mm-hmm. that maybe we were um, came across as a as a audience member instead of a, a direct driver oh. or a member or, or a presenter or that kind of thing. Right, right. So nice. So, so I'll go first. Thank you. Because I haven't thought of any yet. Of the 2014, the places we uh, presented at, and we mm-hmm. have three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18 presentations we did in 2014. That's 18 different places. Which was your favorite? Oh, see, that one's always hard. All right, glancing through them simply because my memory sucks, not counting the ones that we put on. Mm hmm. Oh, man. See, there's a couple here that I like for different reasons. So I'm going to have to say Bridging the Slash was one. I really liked that one. It was Absolutely. very intimate. Oh, and I know. It was very intimate. And we got to know the people. And we had two podcast listeners that drove us around. And mm-hmm, I can picture mm-hmm. them. And I can picture their car because it was exactly like yours. So, um, and People of the Kink Reunion Party. Where no, we, you can't do two. I you can't do two. One. Well, yep. oh, okay, because I've got one more that was really good too. <laughs> so, I mean, I like them all, but for different reasons. So, you're gonna go with bridging the slash? I'll go with bridging the slash. I could, I could certainly see that one, and I would have gone with that one. Uh, you're getting ready to say the people of Kink Reunion Party. I could certainly uh-huh. see that one. Um, I got one more that really stands out, though. The one that I'm going to go with, and there's a, a bunch of variety of wonderful events that we went to over the 2014. Mm-hmm. And not a bad one among them. Um, Mm -mm. I really enjoyed the most recent one we did in 2014 was the uh, poly intensive we did in Chicago. But I'm actually going to go with Mischief in May in Des Moines, Iowa. We've been uh, wanting to get out. Even though we didn't get to do the the keynote speech because of our plane. (laughs) Well, part of it is that our travel arrangements, our travel plans got screwed up. We ended up being there like eight hours later than we were supposed to. Um, and still the, uh, and as much as that's got to throw off the timing and the pacing of the event, mm-hmm. they still treat us this wonderfully, um, took care of us the whole time. Uh, there was the party bus that was yeah, used to cruise was around awesome. to get place to place. Um, 
And it's a, it's a part of the nation we've never been to before. It was mm-hmm. an event we've never been to before. And afterwards, we all just kind of like hung out at the producer's house for a while and just chatted and oh, hung out. Oh, that's right. Um, so that was really... That was, that, was a neat experience. We did some things. They do some things differently mm-hmm. for presenters that other events do. So we got to do some new things, some new interactions. Um, so that that's why I, that's why that one comes to my, which I will say was my favorite for 2014. So bridging the slash was mine. Can I mention another one though? And sure. Why it was so um, taking care of yourself mm-hmm. in Muncie. Yeah. I liked that one because I got to do ritual. Yeah. I got to do a letting go ritual at the end. You got to do a meditation class. It was just very, very different. Yeah. So I really like that I one I like the well. vibe of that one being mm-hmm. so different from the others. But all they're right. all good. I could go through the whole list and say something positive about each one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Even like Kinky College, which we've done probably more than any other event. <laughs> right. Um, always bring something fresh. So that's best event. Yours, you're next. I'm next. All right. Um, can I ask you something that's not kinky? Sure. Because it was the first thing that popped into my head. Absolutely. We did a lot of uh, um, Broadway shows, off-Broadway shows mm-hmm. here in Columbus over the year. Which one was your favorite? Well, I know which one you're going to say. Um, <laughs> I am going. To, I really enjoyed a lot of the shows that we went to. I didn't enjoy uh, Flashdance. I thought that was, uh, although it was skillfully done, I didn't enjoy it. Um, very much other people did uh, a lot of them really good I'm going to have to go with Book of Mormon Yeah. even though <laughs> it, was it was the, the second, second time. time we saw it I still <laughs> I'm just going to have to go Book of Mormon it's my favorite show that it, uh, we've, I've seen it well we saw it once in Detroit mm-hmm. and then saw it when it came through Columbus and we sat someplace different, and... We were closer this time, I think. And we weren't laughing so uproariously that we got to hear some other jokes that we didn't heard before. Right. Uh, very, just very well-done production. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Book of Mormon as my favorite Broadway-ish and show. You already know which one I was going to do. I so, do. And I that's do. the We Will Rock You, um, which was the Queen story. Mm-hmm. So it was the Queen story futuristic... It was Queen Music set right. to a futuristic story, and the three Queen members that are left actually endorsed it and helped them put the put production together. together. So I thought it was, it was a very amazing. good show as well. I, was, I could have easily have gone with that one as one of, certainly one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a very good one as well. So, um, what was that one called? I think it was We Will Rock You. Yes, you are correct. You are correct. So, but um, really liked that one. And there's a couple other shows that I saw that we I enjoyed as well. I thought Adam's Family Values was better than I expected. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of regretting us not doing it this year. We talked about it and we hedged and hodged. And there's nothing really I wanted to see. Right, right. There's like one out of four shows that I really cared about. But often we see shows that we didn't expect to be very good that mm-hmm. ended up being good. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. So, so before we go on year. with our continuing best of, I do want to mention we have a brand new subscriber to the Erotic Awakening newsletter. Justin, right here from Columbus, Ohio, joined mm-hmm. the newsletter. I noticed that. Um, welcome, Justin. I wonder if Justin is someone we know. I don't know. Is that Justin or Justine? I think it's Justine because ah, there's okay. an E on the end. So people have been sending us tentacle links and stuff again. Not and just food people. on boobs. Absolutely. You've been getting food yes. on boobs? Uh, Bird sent me some pizza on boobs and is a fellow and actually admits to being a fellow food on boob fan. And it was actually um, a naked body and from like neck to belly was covered in pizza. So I would definitely eat that. Nice. 
<laughs> so now Sasquatch sent me um, tentacles, a tentacle picture, and I actually own these. They're like pink finger tentacle things, but they were in the woman's pussy and coming out of her pussy. So someone titled that Octopussy, and it was really cute. <laughs> it was really cute. I thought it actually fairly well done artistically, mm -hmm. which is interesting to say about tentacles coming out of a snatch. It is, it is. And Sasquatch also sent some snow-covered ice boobs, uh, mm. which I think um, I like a good icy, so that works fine for me. <laughs> so I was thinking about the tentacles. We were sitting around at a poly potluck last night, mm -hmm. south of Dayton, and somebody was asking us all kinds of erotic questions. And I think one of the questions was, is what alien would you do? Was it what alien or what sci-fi character? That was me asking what alien you would do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am the one that asked that question. So, and I don't remember what you said, but I know mine was anything with tentacles, of course. Of course. So next question then, Dawn. I, I know you were looking at the list, so this one you should have an answer for it. Uh, of the previous year, we did a boatload of podcasts. What of your Erotic Awakening podcast from the previous year was your favorite? Wow. You know, and I started glancing through them. We do a lot. I didn't <laughs> get a chance to really, really go through them. So... Oh, my goodness. I feel like I'm going to miss somebody, and I really hate doing that. But mm -hmm. I think scrolling, 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 so many good ones. Good grief. You know, I think I'm going to say Laura Antonew. And I don't know if it's because it's the most recent or that I really just like talking to her. So I thought it was a great interview. I, I thought so as well. I enjoyed uh, speaking with Laura. I uh, I enjoyed, uh, I'm going to go with Sir Guy. We, we, we interviewed Sir Guy, mm -hmm. uh, and that was a couple months back. Uh, but just a really interesting, and the conversation flowed all over the place, and he was very open to the conversation flowing all over the place. So I found that to be a little bit, to be kind of fun. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. So that one, and you know, anything that is us talking about power exchange or or Polly, I like those too. I like sure. listening to them because sometimes I like re-listening to them because there's times like we were just interviewed a little bit ago um, by somebody else, mm -hmm. and um, I really like it when we talk about these things because I think we kind of. Um, I think we kind of get deeper about how we feel about things when we just kind of ramble on the podcast. You know, sometimes I find out things about what you're thinking that I didn't even realize until you close your eyes and just dig deep and start talking about something. So I like those as well. You know, I, I could easily go with um, way back in May, we did an episode where we interviewed Fran I Am on coming out HIV mm. positive. I thought that was a very um, courageous thing to do um you know to volunteer to be to talk about that but and we could go all over the different place with different uh, i've just had a wonderful time podcasting all year long actually uh, yeah the great i'm scrolling through here going oh what about that one yeah <gasps> what about that one? Ooh, oh i'm gonna have to go listen to that one again so you know i mean just lots of great things so let me ask you oh. a different oh you got another one. Oh, we were doing the hundred things to make your slave feel owned mm -hmm. and all that type of stuff that was really that good was conversation Absolutely. So, uh, best podcast that is not called Erotic Awakening, and not best necessarily, but favorite. 
my favorite that is not erotic awakening right now i don't listen to a lot actually because i'm um doing a lot of audiobooks and i'm just getting used to that drive back and forth to work realizing i have time to actually listen to podcasts mm -hmm. um but right now probably the people of kink yeah is what i'm listening to so but i like crazy heart's voice <laughs> <laughs> yes so that's one of them and then the other one's a geeky one so it's the the board game one. I forget what it's called though. You listen to a board game podcast that yeah. I'm not aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to it with me oh, too. Oh, uh, game night, uh, game night guys. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I like that one. But um, people at Kink is the one that I listen to. That's not ours. Yes. Uh, You've got a list of them. But yes, you're, I, I have you're, quite you're the more, list. You you are more organized about fitting in your time for listening to podcasts. Well, I tell you, it's really funny. Uh, there's a lot of kink podcasts that I listen to. There's a ton of kink podcasts out there. A lot of them uh, are not very good. And um, I don't know that they're not good. I just don't enjoy listening to them. You know, mm -hmm. um, and none of the none of those, by the way, not talking about the any of the podcasts that are part of the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. Mm -hmm. I would, of course, invite them to be part of the network if I enjoyed them. But my favorite podcast uh, that I listen to, other than our podcast, is actually called American Pie Radio Show, okay. and it's got it's it's a show about a couple of guys that collect and sell antiques. Oh which yeah, yeah, yeah. I find I've heard to be I don't do that. I don't right. care about antiques or antiquing. Aren't they or, local though? They are local, okay. which is how I found them. But it's just a fun podcast to listen to. It's well produced. It moves fast, and they're fun to listen to. Um, so that's what I'm listening to right now, as well as Game Night Guys, which is a couple, a couple mm -hmm. of guys who review board games, um, a, bunch, a bunch of Buddhist ones I won't bother everybody with. Um, uh, we just listened to This American Life last night. Mm -hmm. um, I used to have some good pagan ones, because I liked some spiritual pagan sorts, but they've all died out. So I've almost gotten to the point where I want to create my own, like I have all this time. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah. All right, so I have a question for you. Go ahead. Um, what was your favorite scene of the year? Hmm. <laughs> Man, that's an interesting question. Um, do we assume you want to hear about scenes with you? I guess so. Uh, pro my favorite scene of the year is probably with you. You're the only person, you and Bat. I guess I've seen with Bat. You've seen with one other person I can think of At, uh, recently. Yeah. Yes, that is true as well. Uh, I'm trying to remember if the scene that I did with Bat, which really centered on my master's cover, was within the last calendar year. It would have had to be in two. Oh, it was. It absolutely was, as a matter of fact. I think it was. You are obviously looking at me like you don't remember that particular scene. I have no that, clue. I am sure, does remember it. <laughs> it is a very powerful scene that really the leash and my cover was really the, the most key parts of that scene. I must this, not have been there. I don't know this one. It was interesting. Yeah? Uh, you were there, actually. You were not there there, but you were uh -huh. at that event, obviously. At the event. Cool. Um, boy, what else? What did you and me do? We you think looking at that list of all the places we've gone would be a key. <laughs> I don't recall scening at some of these, and that happens to us sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes too tired. Uh, do you have one in mind? I don't, I'm, not, I'm not pulling I do, one. actually. So the new wooden um, mallet thing that we got from Mallet uh -huh. Prop. Yeah. That scene was kick-ass. Yeah. And that was just right here in our bedroom, trying out a new toy that we hadn't tried before. <laughs> and I really liked that one. I really liked that one. So 
It was hot. Good. All wet and bothered. So, wow, what else did we do this year? Yeah, I'm going to have to think about best favorite. I'm going to, boy, I tell you what, we had a lot of scenes, but I can't really think of one that's standing out as, ooh, this is the one I should talk about as best. Mm-hmm. We do enjoy the cling wrap recently. That's, mm-hmm. We were all about, or the blaze wrap, as he prefers it. Yeah, the blaze wrap, especially when you add in the electricity, so the, the little tasers and things like that. So that's always hot. So what is your favorite toy for that we've used over the past year? I, I know which one I'm going to go with, which is not the one I would think of. But Favorite toy over the year. At the moment, I'm hung up on that mallet. Mm-hmm. I like the mallet. Which is just it's kind of a wooden mallet uh-huh. that Master, uh, Mr. Malaprop made for us. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it would be a toss-up between that and the blaze wrap, but I'm... I'm I'm sticking. I'm clinging <laughs> <laughs> to the mallet. I'm actually going to go with the um, uh, spreader bar. Oh yeah, which is really interesting that you and I have been together for 15 years or so. Right, right. And we've played, and we've got this huge selection of toys, and the spreader bar, which is kind of a really basic sort of thing. Um, but we've just recently started to use it, mm-hmm. and it's really been very. Um, it's been far more creative than right. I expected it to be. Right. Well, it's lightweight. It's Velcro. It totally straps me in. But because it's lightweight, you can just move it around and uh-huh. swing me over and twirl me around and right. do whatever the hell you want to do with me. So, yeah, I could see why that was awesome. Oh, my okay, goodness. Good. Oh, my goodness. Um, so we already talked about the interview. I'm sorry, with the tentacles. But what we have not told you about, speaking of the best of for the year... Did you know that there's something new called Love TV? And Love TV is now debuting their Fifty Shades of Christmas Santa's Top 5 Sexy Toys, which you can <laughs> find on their YouTube channel. You can actually find it on the Erotic Awakening YouTube channel. Nice. We have placed a nice little link to it. Uh, Love TV is some new venture that is aware of and celebrates differences, respecting where you... As a lover, find yourself whatever your dreams, desires, or fantasies are. They reached out to us and asked us to uh, mention them. We are doing so even though they are going to begin by sharing a 50 Shades-themed content created to entertain and inspire, blah, blah, blah. You you know, so um, I did watch this 50 Shades of Santa, Santa's Sexy 5 Toys. Cute. Uh, They also had something with a couple of puppy dogs running around with Fifty Shades gear. Uh, yeah, I'm taking a wait and, wait and see on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check it out for yourself. I am not endorsing them nor saying they I'm saying it, it's a new thing. Go check it out. Right. Love TV. You'll find out, out there. Love on, TV. Okay. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, anything that, you know, um, it's challenging when they want to align themselves with the Fifty Shades of Grey thing, right? Mm-hmm. On one hand, uh, I scoff. I say, oh, look, he's trying to make a buck off Fifty Shades of Grey or off of human sexuality. Right. On the other hand, you can look at it from the perspective of it's a human sexuality website, and they know that the popular thing right now is Fifty Shades. Right. So they're trying to um, just get some more eyeballs by bringing that. So you don't necessarily need to be cynical about it. Uh, I'm a cynical old man, though, apparently. <laughs> but go check it out. Maybe it's maybe it's going to be awesome. Maybe so. Maybe so. So I have another question for you. Lay it on me. All right. All right. What have you tried that is something new this year in the kink realm? Well, 
I'm going to say, and this is kind of in the kink realm and it's kind of not, and it's probably going to be surprising, but this is going to be my answer anyway. What I've been trying in 2014 is dating. And the reason I say that that's new and different is because in the past, I have not truly dated people. I have started relationships Mm -hmm. and I've ended relationships. And sometimes it's only been a week or two or sometimes it's been longer than that. But I'm not, I don't normally date. I don't normally set up a perception. You know, something where this is a very limited, we're going to go out on a Tuesday and it's all about Tuesday. And if we go out again next four, you know, three weeks from now, that's its own entity. But without it being building into the idea that this is because I want a new submissive or I want a new lover. Right. So for me, the new thing I've been doing in 2014 is dating and I'm doing very little of it as I have very little time to do that. Mm -hmm. But um, that's going to be my new new thing for 2014. Okay. All right. I can see that. So, and then mine was um, doing a priestess topping scene. So, and usually when I do topping or anything priestess like that, I co-top with you. Mm -hmm. So this was a first for me of um, doing it by myself. And I did it at an event in the middle of a dungeon. I think we actually did a podcast on it. So where I talked about it and um, helped someone break through some barriers and took her on a guided journey using rhythmic drumming and sacred touch. So that was pretty amazing for me. I've got a little ritual bag made up now in case the opportunity ever arises again. But uh, yeah, that was kind of new for me. So good. Yeah. I don't know. I've done other things that are new, but... Not so much in the kinky realm. And it's neat to say that, you know, after we've been around 15 years that we still have new things that we're doing, mm-hmm. new things that we're exploring. Um, so that's that. I think that's actually kind of positive that we're still keeping it fresh, as we say. Oh, as as matter of fact, I just wrote on FetLife just a little bit ago on my feed. I'm like, okay, guys, so the new year is in like four days. Do you have a fantasy that you want fulfilled before then? And I'm actually getting a lot of answers like health and home and things oh, like okay. that. And I was thinking more of, um, though all of that's great, I was thinking more fetish because I can help with some of the fetish things. Sure. I can't help with the health you know, and the home. Kind of, what, kind of funny is that you and I have always been wanting to and been acting as a catalyst for other people's fantasies, right? Uh-huh. If there's a podcast listener that's, you know, saying, oh, I, you know, I listen to the podcast um, and I've always wanted to be flogged. Right. But, you know, um, I don't know how to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, or I've got this fantasy about... Um, this or that, right, you know, right. you and I are like 100% behind the whole, let us help you make those fantasies come true. Absolutely. And it's not just from a perspective of, because it's hot and kinky and sexy, which it is, but it's also, um, kind of just what we do. We feel good about being that people that if nothing else, we're safe. Right. If nothing else, we're not going to take advantage of your fantasy, right? right? Our goal will be to help you fulfill your fantasy, not for us to get off. Because we have plenty of times and plenty of opportunities to play with other people that it doesn't, requ- you know, we don't need to be slimy to hook up with somebody. Right. Our, we have plenty of legitimate hookups that, that's not required. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, though I do know for 2015, I, I read someone else's FET post about how they try to do one new thing a year. Uh-huh. So I do have stuff that's still on my goal list that I would like to do. So why not make it oh, yeah. once a year and see if I can put something together? So. I, I absolutely have stuff that's um, 
that I would like to experience. It's nothing mm-hmm. that I need to experience. Right. It's not, but like, for example, I've talked about, I'd like to go to an event by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I want to see what that experience is like. Right. I want to go to another retreat, right? Mm-hmm. Because I enjoy going to retreats. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I want to do, which, by the way, we should probably take a look at 2015. And right. The funny thing is, um, for you and me at this point, the way it's looking, um, and as podcast listeners know that, and if you've always listened to the podcast since the beginning, right, you'll say, hey, we got booked for a, a presentation six months from now. Isn't that neat? And then as time goes by, oh, we've got three presentations booked for, you know, the next nine months. Isn't that mm-hmm. neat? It's really interesting to look at at this point. It is 2014. And we were just looking at our calendar for 2015. It's already Booked. It's booked. We just can't. I don't got, want to say we can't. It we would got, be very challenging for us right. to accept any other bookings for 2015. We got one we're waiting on that right. we'd really like to make happen, which may or may not happen this year. But um, we've got something going. I mean, we are doing something three out of four weekends in February, three out of four weekends in March, uh, something in April, our uh, Canada in May, plus our own event in May. Sure. So, you know, it's all these things plus our own events. Plus, we've got intensives that we want to put together. And, you know, I've got people asking me about subs and service. Am I going to be scheduling that again? It was a hit last year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just trying to find time to do all of this is going to be interesting. Our poly intensive, we'd love to take that on the road like we just did in Chicago. Our MS intensive, love to take it on the road like we've done before. And, wow. We have to quit our jobs. We can't afford to quit our jobs. My student loan just went up. I yes. can't afford to quit my job. Unless I went back to school. Hmm. But uh, the funny thing is, we have already said earlier that we're already totally booked for 2015. And then somebody reached out and said, can you do this? And we're like, and we yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> we and we've got one more in. person. We've said, can you just write us in a couple of months? Because we just said we're not going to take any more. But give us a couple months. We'll say, yeah, we can work that mm-hmm. out. If you would like to write us to book us for 2015 or 2016 16, or to point. tell us to quit whining about <laughs> how lucky we are that we get to travel, you can get a hold of us at Dan and Don at eroticawakening.com. Or fill out the Got Comment form on the webpage at eroticawakening.com. Or there is all kinds of other ways to contact us, as well as where we'll be presenting past podcast episodes, a link to the newsletter, and all that jazz, all at eroticawakening.com. So, Don, next question for you. Good, I got one for you, too. Is, um, and this one, it's okay if you say, nope, nothing comes to mind, don't have one. Okay. What was the favorite thing, new thing, in 2015 you drank? 2015? 14. 14. Yes, uh, the previous year. Tried any new... <laughs> Actually, I have an answer for oh, that one. Oh, okay. What's that? <laughs> that I drank? Yes. Um, I went to a Halloween party at Big D's uh-huh. and decided that since they do a lot of drinking there, and uh-huh. I don't usually drink a lot, but I knew, I knew they were going to um, have stuff available, that I was going to come up with a drink to offer and bring this stuff. So I came up with um, candy corn vodka. <laughs> and it sounded like it was going to be good because I like candy sure. corn, but it's vodka and it's sweet. Right, and right. it's so I wasn't really sure. But um, I told uh, Big D's wife about it and she's like, oh, my God, we have to try it. So we tried it and it wasn't bad. I wouldn't drink a lot of it. It's sweet, <laughs> but it wasn't bad. Okay, fair enough. So what was your, your new drink? I, I have no particular new drink that came to mind. I'm going to say um, I remember a mango lassi uh, at one of the Indian restaurants that 
was uh, quite tasty. Oh, so you're just trying to check out my drinking habits? Absolutely, huh? I had no clue about the <laughs> alcoholism. Uh, how about? Do you have a favorite restaurant of 2014 that uh, you had not? Um, a favorite restaurant of 2014. You know, something else that we did different in 2014 was um, we started a 12 week workout program, uh-huh. so a 12 week weight yes. loss program um, with um, one of the running companies. Mm-hmm. So one of the, the mm-hmm. fitness companies here in, in town. So, and the reason I bring that up is, is because after we would weigh in, we would actually go eat. Right. And there was one place that had gluten-free pizza and we would eat there. But there was also, oh, on the yeah, last yeah, yeah, yeah. day of it, we found this place called Mana. Uh-huh. And it was an Indian place that had the gluten-free naan, but it, it was the chickpea yes, bread. The chickpea, but right. it was more doughy than what I'm used mm-hmm. to getting. And that, maybe it was the dosa. Maybe it was something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. But it was, oh my God, it was so good. And the food was so good. And until the steak place in Des Moines just jumped into my head. <laughs> the mana place. Oh, that place is pretty awesome, into too. My head. <laughs> uh, so for those uh, listeners that are digging the Indian food, that's a southern Indian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Different style of food than some of the other Indian restaurants. Or... Oh, sorry. You have another one. The Brazilian steak place we went to for Big D's birthday. Yeah, I enjoyed that, but that's not going to be my favorite. Okay. Uh, right. It was fun. Uh-huh. I'm actually going to go with a restaurant you didn't eat at. A Indian restaurant in Chicago... Um, and I do not recall the name. Oh, it was, good Lord. The, what's the bird with all the feathers? Peacock. It was the peacock. <laughs> the bird with all the feathers. Yes. Uh, just fantastic Indian restaurant down there. I, you were up there on work when that I was happened, up there on work it? of all yeah. things, yes. So nice, 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 nice. Lots of good things. So we traveled a lot over the previous year. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite place that we traveled to? Mm, all right. I got to scroll through the list again. So give me just a second. While you think about that, I would say that my answer, the favorite place that I we traveled to was St. Louis. And because we actually left uh, the path of going straight to the hotel, we went downtown somewhere. There's this little near Bohemian the university, area. Near the university, area, I think it was. Yeah. And we found all these cute little shops. Um, and I don't recall we did a whole lot of shopping down there, but it was a neat a bunch of little shops there that we went into. Uh, it was a le- neat little district, a uh, neat little reminder that we need to get away from when we have an event uh, that we're presenting at some hotel that, that we actually s- s- look around a little bit. Agreed, agreed. Um, Chicago, though, boy, I, I, I can make an argument for Chicago as See, well. See, and I was going to, I'm thinking Chicago because when we went to, um, oh, it was probably two years ago, we went to the Leather Archives Museum, yes. so that doesn't count. But um, we went there. See, we've been there three times in the last year, and each time was slightly different. So the one where we went to GD2, we actually kind of got lost. We found a little artsy district. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and kind of yeah. got a little lost and ended up in a festival, a street festival. Yes. <laughs> and that was really interesting because it was the, the, uh, the gay district. Uh-huh. And there was furries dancing on stage. Right, and it right. Was, Some uh, big pride festival right. that they were having. It was fabulous. So that was awesome. Oh, where did we get the burgers at? Was that Chicago, too? That was Chicago, oh, too. See? The same mm. district, but a street over. It was, um, oh, my God, I can't remember the name of the burger place. Big Mama's or something? Something like that. Mm. Mary's, Mama's. Mary's, yeah. Something like that. But it was purple, pink and purple building. Mm-hmm. And we also went mm-hmm. to the Golden Apple which is one of our uh, little oh, restaurants yeah, yeah, yeah. we found on NPR that they did a story about. So we've checked that out a few times. 
And uh, yeah, All right, Chicago. You're rambling. I know Chicago. One. Chicago. Okay. Uh, Little one fifty eight said hi on the Fet Life, and also Carl wrote in to say how much he enjoyed the Ian Snow inter- interview that we did on BDSM and meditation recently. Thank you for writing in, everyone. If you would like other ways to uh, tell us that we're doing okay, feel free to head over to the iTunes and rate us. Or you can lick us on Facebook or all kinds of other we stuff. We like the licks. We've actually been still been getting a lot of licks. I didn't add them to the notes this time. I'll have to put everybody on the next one. So, and also, Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Uh, they have a lot of things coming up, but I think their next big thing is Winter Wickedness, which is the full hotel takeover. I know a lot of people are talking about it and looking forward to it. So, to find out more, go to adventuresinsexuality.org. All right, two more and then we're done. And this one, top whatever comes to your mind first. Favorite movie of 2014? Man, we saw a lot of movies. Man, we saw a lot of movies. Yep. Man, I don't remember most of them. <laughs> uh, probably Interstellar. Oh, okay. Is good, one good. of my one of my top ones so far. Yeah. So really well put together. You know, I, I normally prefer the smaller indie kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the something Grand Budapest Hotel or something was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, I could certainly make an argument for Interstellar, though. That was for a Hollywood movie, and even though the ending of it was weird, long. Yeah, long. Was, there was a point where I got what was the ending. Oh, I get it. And all right, why are we going? Uh, okay, I get it. Because some of us hadn't got it yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> and finally, no, I got one more for oh, you okay, too. Go ahead. I got one more for you too. So, all right. So, actually, 2014 was a lot of new stuff going on. A lot of new stuff happened that um, we had to learn to work around. Yes. So, <laughs> what new thing was impactful for you? In 2014, I, you know we've we've talked about this fairly recently, but it really didn't strike me how we have you and I have become much better at identifying blips and pursuing the blip and not letting it like like say for example you do something that annoys me. I don't quietly just accept, oh, you're doing something that annoys me, and we let it fester for a couple of hours. Now, we don't do the whole fester for weak things. We've not done that mm-hmm. for a long, for a long, long time. time. But uh, re- now, that when, now when we have a blippy thing, we might sleep on it. Mm-hmm. But we recognize it is not acceptable to have things that are not acceptable. So we go after it. Like if there's a... A thing that we're not handling to the standard that we teach people how to handle right. it, we're going after it. And we're recognizing without um, accusing, recognizing without suggesting that somebody's wrong, saying, hey, this seems like the way you handled something five years ago instead of the way we handle things now. Mm-hmm. What can we do to, how can I help you with that? Or is there something else you'd like to talk about or something else you'd like to address? So that the thing for me, I don't know what, if that's a pretty long answer to that question, but for me the most impactful is recognizing that we truly have made a lot of progress in that realm of being able to quickly and efficiently address things that seem to be out of sync. Ooh, I like that one. I was just going to go my new job. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. Huge change for us this year. So, yeah, yeah, it was majorly huge, and it was, what, beginning of April last year. I can think of two main things that I've done in the past year, and one was the job, and one was starting the personal trainer So uh-huh. and staying on with that. But the job was the main one that we really had to adjust around. I mean, I was used to being home and taking care of you and taking care of the house and everything that was Blue Cat Services, which is all of our projects and products and Mm -hmm. books and travel and doing all of that and the laundry and the dog and um, who is going a little crazy right now and um, doing all of that and then going to work full time yeah, and then having to leave from work to go to the room because we still had a lot of stuff scheduled at the room at night which is when I was used to working. So having to, to share that responsibility and share this responsibility and um, going through the emotions of feeling like things were taken away from me when mm-hmm. you started doing laundry and started, mm-hmm. you know, really taking care of things and stuff. And, you know, and I always know you're capable. It's just that I like doing it for you. And then literally not having the time or the bandwidth. So major adjustment. We're right. just getting back to where I can pack your gym bag and pack your lunch some mornings and make the bed and right. not be late for work. So So it's been a good year. Mm-hmm. Did you have another question? I do not. <laughs> it's been a great year. You know what? We have done a lot of, um, uh, we did our second BTL, Beyond the Love. We did our fourth Power Exchange Summit. We started doing polypod dinners and stuff because mm-hmm. um, I'm, you know, in a relationship that's lasted more than a few months now. So it's not new, but it's 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 lasting a while. And um, Karen's got a new relationship, and Bat's got a new relationship. So we're doing this new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my kid is asking me questions <laughs> that he's never asked me before. So that's a new thing. And just the traveling and stuff. So lots of new stuff. Lots yep. of exciting stuff. Lots of growth. Lots of... Oh. You know what? 2014 was good. Hell of a year. Hell of a year. I, I agree. So hopefully in 2015 we get to meet more people, do more things, and it's all good. Tell you guys about it. Eat the orange. <laughs> Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us each third Friday of each month for the Fetish Foreplay Friday at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with a party immediately following. And it's a great party. So you can also catch the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show at Porter's Pub in Columbus, Ohio, the fourth Friday of every month. <laughs> the ghost signal. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at the room at the Columbus Insight Center. Follow us on Twitter at MonkeyPuzzleOH. You can also follow both Guilty Pleasures and the Monkey Puzzle Club at FetLife.com for all announcements and discussions. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. See you next year. See you next year.